Welcome to Experience This, the podcast that celebrates remarkable customer experiences and inspires you to stand out from the competition by wowing your customers. Each episode, we bring you a healthy dose of inspiring stories, funny interactions, and practical takeaways. Marketing and customer experience thought leader, Dan Gingas shares the mic with customer retention and employee experience expert, Joey Coleman, helping you to get people talking about your business. So get ready because it's time to experience this. Get ready for another episode of the experience this show. Join us as we discuss how ChatGPT and other AI software can create an entire episode of experience this, the best CX brands according to ChatGPT, and asking ChatGPT all the tough customer experience questions. Computers, computers, and more computers. Oh my. We love telling stories and sharing key insights you can implement or avoid based on our experiences. Can you believe that this just happened? Wow. Those voices. They almost sound like us, except not really. I think mine see, kind of sounded like me. It was a little scary. I, I yours think yours definitely sounded like a robot, but mine kind of was frighteningly similar. Yes, yours is definitely closer. So, uh, folks, that introduction was generated by an AI platform called Murph Studio, which allows users to enter text or even upload their own audio or video and transform it into one of dozens of computer-generated voices. Now, Dan and I thought it would be interesting and fun to create an entire episode around AI or artificial intelligence and specifically ChatGPT, the new natural language processing technology that everyone's talking about. I'm sure you've heard about this uh, in conversations with friends or maybe seen something on the news or seen something posted online. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar, ChatGPT is... Joey, a- jo- Joey I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's all good. I actually asked ChatGPT to tell me what ChatGPT is. <laughs> would you <laughs> so like to hear that answer? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, allow myself to introduce myself. Yes, I would like to hear what ChatGPT says about ChatGPT. Although, do we even need podcast host anymore if this is the case? I sure hope so. I'm worried that we might be getting run out of town. So according to ChatGPT, quote, ChatGPT is a large-scale, state-of-the-art language model developed by OpenAI, a leading artificial intelligence research laboratory. It uses deep learning techniques to generate human-like responses to text-based prompts. ChatGPT is capable of generating coherent and contextually appropriate responses to a wide range of inputs, making it useful for a variety of natural language processing tasks, including text completion, translation, summarization, and conversation generation. It has been trained on a massive corpus of text data and has shown impressive performance on a range of benchmarks, demonstrating its potential to be a powerful tool for natural language understanding and communication. Unquote. Wow, I couldn't have said that better myself. Exactly. Okay, so this is a very special episode in the sense that almost everything 
has been written by ChatGPT through various prompts. And throughout this episode, you'll hear many different computer-generated voices from the folks at Murph Studio reading the text that was created by ChatGPT. So the entire episode is not only AI-generated, but AI-performed. Well, except for when Joey and I are discussing ChatGPT and what it wrote. But we'll get to all of that in a bit. First, let's see what happened when I entered this prompt into ChatGPT. Create an entire episode of the Experience This podcast. Now, I took what ChatGPT spit out and I put it into Murph to convert it into our computer-generated voices. Don't worry, it's pretty quick. Take a listen. Episode title, The Power of Empathy in Customer Experience. Introduction. Welcome to Experience This, the podcast that's all about customer experience. I'm Joey Coleman. And I'm Dan Gingis. Today, we're going to talk about the power of empathy in customer experience and how it can help companies build better relationships with their customers. Segment 1. Empathy in Customer Experience Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. When it comes to customer experience, empathy is essential for creating positive interactions with customers. By putting ourselves in the customer's shoes, we can better understand their needs and provide more personalized and effective solutions. Absolutely, Joey. Empathy is not just a buzzword, but it's a crucial aspect of delivering great customer experience. When companies demonstrate empathy, customers feel heard and understood, which can lead to stronger relationships and increased loyalty. One great example of empathy in customer experience is the story of a grocery store chain that created an express lane for customers with anxiety or sensory processing issues. The store recognized that some customers may feel overwhelmed by the noise and crowds of a busy grocery store and wanted to provide a more calming and comfortable shopping experience. That's a great example, Joey. It's important to remember that empathy can take many forms. From understanding a customer's unique needs to simply showing kindness and compassion. When companies prioritize empathy in their interactions with customers, they can create a more positive and human-centered experience. Segment 2. Practicing Empathy in Customer Experience So, how can companies practice empathy in their interactions with customers? One key way is to actively listen to customer feedback and respond to their concerns. By acknowledging their experiences and taking steps to address their concerns, companies can show that they care about their customers' needs and are committed to providing exceptional service. Another way companies can practice empathy is by providing more personalized and customized experiences. By tailoring their offerings to the unique needs and preferences of their customers, Companies can create a stronger emotional connection and build a deeper sense of trust and loyalty. And finally, companies can practice empathy by empowering their employees to provide exceptional service. When employees feel supported and valued, they are more likely to go above and beyond to help customers and create positive experiences. Segment 3. Closing Thoughts Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Experience This and that you're inspired to practice empathy in your interactions with customers. Remember 
empathy is not just good for customers, but it's good for business too. By putting ourselves in the customer's shoes and showing that we care, we can build stronger relationships and create more loyal customers. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Experience. This. So, Joey, what did you think of our AI-generated episode? Well, there were a couple of things that fascinated me, a couple of things that terrified me, and a couple of things that gave me great comfort going forward. Let's start with fascinating. I can't believe that it knew we normally do three-segment episodes. That's something that I like to think is fairly unique to our show. There's a lot of different formats for podcasts out there. And the fact that it pulled that right out of the blocks was pretty impressive. For terrifying, I'll go with... It was surprisingly accurate, at least to me, in terms of identifying a subject that you and I have talked about on the show before, but building out entire segments around empathy, where I think I was a little bit comforted. And I say this with all due respect to the robot overlords. I mean, ChatGPT, if you're listening, is that the discussion, while empathy is a great discussion, I think is a CX topic, it was kind of a basic 101 level read, or at least that was my take on the points it was making about empathy. But what about you? Yeah, I think those are really good points. And I I definitely noticed while playing around with this uh, quite a bit that many of its answers are the 101 version. Now, sometimes you get into little nuggets that, that... that are surprising. And we're going to get to some of those in a bit where it's like, wow, that is more than 101 for sure. And you kind of wonder if you maybe with a slightly different prompt can drive it down a deeper rabbit hole to really learn more. You know, obviously this was a pretty short episode, right? It it clearly also doesn't know that our episodes are closer to 30, 35 minutes most of the time. And this was three and a half minutes. Uh, Although maybe it's suggesting that we do shorter episodes. (laughs) I know lots of times, folks, you don't know this, but when Dan and I are recording, Dan is regularly reminding me, because I have a tendency to talk a lot, that our episodes should come in in the like 30 minute range. And uh, I'm definitely the one who's usually pushing into our longer episodes. So maybe Chad GPT sided with you, Dan, and is trying to to get me to cut down the amount of talking. It definitely could have. Uh, But one other thing I liked about it was it did have kind of a nice, I'm not going to say natural because these were computerized voices, but a banter between uh, Joey and Dan, quote unquote, Joey and Dan, which I think does pretty, you know, nicely reflect how you and I converse on this podcast. So pretty interesting, huh? Really interesting. I would also like to flag because I know when Dan, you shared, Dan shared this audio recording with me in advance of us recording today, folks. I'd like to go back to the prompt that Dan typed in. Okay. The prompt that Dan gave to ChatGPT to create this was, and I quote, create an entire episode of the Experience This podcast. That was it. Dan didn't say, hey, go back and forth between two voices. Dan didn't say, hey, it's Joey Coleman and Dan Gingas. Dan didn't say we normally do three segments. Nor, Dan, unless I'm wrong, did you take a bunch of our old episodes and upload them to ChatGPT and say, build it based on what you've learned from this. ChatGPT got all the information it used, our names, the segment structure, the banter back and forth based on its scraping of content that's already out in the world. 
Yes, that is correct and pretty impressive. It even spelled my last name right, which is really impressive. Now, to be fair, when I put it into Murph Studio, the pronunciation of my name was wrong. And that kind of led me to a different rabbit hole, which was interesting. They kept calling me Jingus, which I hear all the time. Maybe it was Gingus, I'm not sure. And so I had to figure out, and you can train Murph to pronounce things the right way. And so I... I went down a, um, a a rabbit hole and learned about IPA. Do you know anything about IPA? I'm not talking about the beer. Not the beer? <laughs> no, I'm not. IPA is essentially a phonetic transcription. It's, a, it's, the, it's when you see like a definition of a word and you see the word and then you see those kind of strange letters that explain how to... Um, phonetically explain it. Well, that is based off of the IPA, International Phonetic Alphabet. And so I learned what the phonetic pronunciation was of my name and how to tell it that it would it should be two hard Gs, not two soft Gs. And I went back and re and had it re- regenerate and it pronounced my name correctly. So very interesting kind of things. And, and again, you're right. It, it picked an interesting topic, uh, one that I'm not sure we've done a whole episode on, but was pretty cool. Uh, the last thing I would say, and this was a little bit of inside baseball for people, is I thought it was kind of funny that the whole episode was about one theme. And Joey and I have had this back and forth since we started in season one, episode one, about whether we should have themes in our episodes. And I think we can tell people now that Joey originally was pro-theme and I was anti-theme. And what ended up happening is I think most of the time our shows had three segments that that really didn't have a whole lot to do with each other. Uh, And then occasionally we would have some very special episodes where they did all kind of coalesce, like the last episode with Brittany Hodak. But clearly, again, maybe this is one time where ChatGPT was siding with you, Joey. I'll take it. I'll take take the victories where I can get them. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening to this made-up episode of Experience This. Let's see what else ChatGPT has in store for us. There are so many great customer experience articles to read, but who has the time? We summarize them and offer clear takeaways you can implement starting tomorrow. Enjoy this segment of CX Press, where we read the articles so you don't need to. Today's CX Press article comes from, where else? ChatGPT. Now, since it's not actually published anywhere, we'll do our best to share as many specifics as we can with you. The prompt that I entered into ChatGPT was, quote, write a 1,000-word blog titled, These are the companies that are crushing it with their customer experience, unquote. Now, one thing that I learned is that computers are really literal. The blog stopped mid-sentence at word number 1,000. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's an interesting read. The article begins with a clear, if slightly generic, introduction, and I quote, In today's fast-paced, ever-changing business landscape, customer experience has emerged as a critical differentiator for companies looking to stand out from the competition. As a result, more and more companies are investing in their customer experience strategies, with some achieving exceptional success. Now, let's see which brands ChatGPT picked. And for fun, we're going to let Murph Studio lend some new voices to these to create a little vocal texture for this segment. Here we go. 
1. Zappos Known for its legendary customer service, Zappos is a company that has become synonymous with customer experience excellence. From its fast and free shipping to its hassle-free returns policy, Zappos has built a brand that is centered around making it easy for customers to find and buy the products they need and to have a seamless shopping experience along the way. Beyond this, Zappos has built a culture of service excellence that empowers its employees to go above and beyond for customers, creating a sense of trust and loyalty that keeps customers coming back time and time again. 2. Amazon As one of the largest online retailers in the world, Amazon has set the standard for customer experience in the e-commerce industry. With its intuitive and user-friendly website, fast and reliable shipping, and robust customer support, Amazon has made it incredibly easy for customers to find and purchase the products they need, while providing a level of service that keeps them coming back. Amazon's use of customer data and advanced analytics also allows the company to deliver personalized recommendations and marketing messages, creating a more tailored and engaging experience for customers. 3. Southwest Airlines When it comes to the airline industry, few companies have been as successful as Southwest Airlines in building a customer-centric brand. Southwest's commitment to low prices, friendly service, and hassle-free travel has made it a favorite among travelers, with the airline consistently ranked among the top in customer satisfaction. Southwest's innovative use of social media and real-time communication has also allowed the company to quickly and effectively address customer concerns and complaints building trust and loyalty along the way. 4. Starbucks As one of the world's largest coffee chains, Starbucks has built a brand that is synonymous with quality, convenience, and a welcoming atmosphere. With its focus on providing a high-quality product and an exceptional in-store experience, Starbucks has managed to create a sense of community and loyalty among its customers that few other brands can match. Starbucks' innovative mobile app and loyalty program have also made it incredibly easy for customers to order and pay for their drinks, while providing personalized rewards and incentives that keep them coming back. 5. Apple As a company that has long been known for its cutting-edge technology and sleek design, Apple has also managed to create a customer experience that is second to none. From its user-friendly products to its friendly and knowledgeable support staff, Apple has built a brand that is centered around making it easy for customers to get the most out of their devices. Apple's focus on design and aesthetics has also created a sense of brand loyalty among its customers, with many customers willing to pay a premium for the Apple experience. 6. Nordstrom Known for its high-end fashion and exceptional customer service, Nordstrom has built a brand that is centered around creating a luxury shopping experience for its customers. From its personalized styling services to its hassle-free returns policy, Nordstrom has made it easy for customers to find and buy the products they need, while providing a level of service that keeps them coming back. Nordstrom's use of customer data and advanced analytics has also allowed the company to deliver personalized recommendations and marketing messages, creating a more tailored and engaging experience for customers. 7. Chewy As an online retailer of pet products, Chewy has managed to carve out a niche in the crowded e-commerce industry by building a customer experience that is centered around making it easy for pet owners to 
And that's it, folks. That's the end of the blog because it hit 1,000 words. Now, if you want to hear more about Chewy, you can, of course, revisit several Experience This episodes, including Season 1, Episode 17, Season 2, Episode 50, or Season 7, Episode 120. So, Joey, how did you feel about ChatGPT's choices of top CX brands? Well, first of all, I loved the vocal texture. Like, It's so great to be able to take, and we talk about this a lot on the show, folks are really used to hearing your voice and my voice. And one of the things we always try to bring in is audio recordings from listeners and from folks that are authors that we feature uh, in the segments and on the episodes. I love that we were able to take the content and put it in and have the voice read. Now, let's be clear. Some of those voices sounded more human, if you will, than others. Uh, Some of them, obviously, it was a little more of a novelty play. But folks, remember... These are the early days. And I think Murph does a great job with the voices and know that this is only going to get better and sound even more human. So I think we're moving in that direction for sure. Well, and Joey, it's a great point because it's easy to our human ears to hear the ones that sound like computers. What I would urge people to do is to rewind and go back and listen again at how unbelievably real some of the voices are. You know, some of them, yeah, you're right. You can kind of tell they're computers. And I, by the way, just randomly picked the different ones because I wanted an assortment. And yeah, some of them are better than others. But man, the ones that are good are scarily good. Yeah. And, and I think what is fascinating about this is if we fast forward and think about the applications, I mean, imagine if I know there's a, an Australian voice in one of the voices or what I would have categorized as an Australian voice. Is that fair, Dan? The, the yeah. category? Yeah, okay. I, I chose an Australian voice. Okay, beautiful. Love the Aussies. I love the Aussies. Exactly. So imagine if you're moving into the Australian market with your business, you can now create voiceovers that have a local sound and feel without hiring Australian voice talent. Now, I'd love to have you actually go out and hire Australian voice talent, but for some folks, that's a barrier to entry or they're not sure how to do that, that you were able to click a couple of buttons and select to have it in that voice. So I think that is really fascinating in terms of the capability. I would like to... And by the way, I didn't even get to translating our podcast or, or that list into other languages because Murph can do lots of other languages as well, which, you know, I, I, I'll have to save that for another episode. Yeah, I I mean, stop and think about that. And I, I actually have a friend who uh, is a native German speaker who did some work with ChatGPT and was having it translated into German. And I say this respectfully to all of our lovely listeners in Germany. Germans often have a very high standard for what properly spoken and properly kind of translated into German language should sound like. And what I thought was fascinating is he felt that it was really pretty good. That's what he said. If you are not friends with Germans, when a German says that's really pretty good, it means it's amazing in most other cultures, right? <laughs> like their standard is much higher. So I think it's really fascinating when we think about that. Now on the counterbalance side of, you know, oh, look how, how far it is. I did feel that I, I wanted some names that weren't obvious. With all due respect, I think if we were to go onto the street and say, hey, what are the best companies for customer experience? I think the average person walking by on the street would 
say things like Amazon and Apple and Nordstrom maybe, or if they're even deeper into it as Zappos or a Chewy or that kind of thing. So I felt like what they offered up was not necessarily earth shattering, but there weren't any misses. Like I agree that all of the brands they listed are really good at customer experience. Yeah, the one I thought that was missing from a list like this was Disney. I, I would have expected to see Disney on this list. Maybe and it was I, number eight. <laughs> it could have been all right. a thousand words in. If they I were had only asked for the clothes, they were like, yes. the best one is Disney. <laughs> if I had only asked for 1,200 words, maybe we would have gotten there. I, so I totally agree with you. These were all very well-known, very well-respected brands. And, it, and they're all, it, it was correct. They are all great at customer experience. What I thought was interesting, and we mentioned this before, is where it starts to get into a little bit of detail. So under Apple, it talks about things like the focus on design and aesthetics. That's actually a pretty subtle uh, reason for why people love Apple. For Starbucks, it was the innovative mobile app and loyalty program. So it wasn't just that it grabbed the list from the internet and spit it back out. It seems to really have details about all of these, which I thought was really interesting. Now, a next step might be to say, tell me, uh, to put it into a prompt, tell me why Apple is so good at customer experience and tell me that in a thousand words. And I think we would probably get a lot more detail. Yeah, I think you bring up an excellent point, Dan. And I'd like to, again, and forgive me because I did this last segment, but I think it's really important for everybody thinking about using something like ChatGPT in your business. And Dan and I would both recommend highly that you get in and start playing around with these tools. But I want to reiterate, here's all Dan put into the system. Write a 1,000-word blog titled, These are the companies that are crushing it with their customer experience. That's it. He didn't say make a list of the top brands. He didn't say name X number of B2B brands or B2C brands. Or There, there wasn't anything more than write this article. And as far as generating some initial thoughts or some additional uh, or initial foundational ideas, this is pretty impressive from what feels like a, a layup of a sentence to get this level of detail, which now then obviously you know you could go back and hone that prompt to solve for the critiques or at least the negative critiques that we've had of the first take. Absolutely. So we would love to hear your favorite brands and whether uh, ChatGPT hit on them or missed. So do us a favor and hit us up either on email, dan at dangingus.com, joey at joeycoleman.com, or hit us up on LinkedIn and let us know what your favorite brands are for customer experience. Sometimes a remarkable experience deserves deeper investigation. We dive into the nitty-gritty of customer interactions and dissect how and why they happen. Join us while we're dissecting the experience. So we've heard an entire quote-unquote episode from ChatGPT, and we've learned about its picks for the top customer experience companies. Now we thought it would be fun to feed it some burning CX questions and see how it responds. I'll tell you the prompt that I entered, and then we'll listen to the response via one of the computer-generated voices from Murph Studios. You ready, Joey? I'm both ready and scared and excited. All the feels. Well, good, because my first prompt into ChatGPT was, quote, explain customer experience as author, 
Joey Coleman. Oh boy, this should be interesting. Joey Coleman, author of Never Lose a Customer Again, defines customer experience as the ongoing and cumulative sum of interactions delivered across multiple touch points, which, when taken together, form a customer's perceptions of a brand over time. He emphasizes the importance of creating positive experiences at every stage of the customer journey, from the moment a customer becomes aware of the brand to their purchase and beyond, in order to build strong, long-lasting customer relationships. Coleman believes that a positive customer experience involves making the customer feel heard, understood, and appreciated, and that this can ultimately lead to increased customer loyalty and advocacy. Next, I asked it to, quote, explain customer experience as author Dan Gingis, unquote, which was a little bit meta. Dan Gingis, author of Winning at Social Customer Care and the Experience Maker, defines customer experience as the perception that customers have of their interactions with an organization. According to Gingis, every interaction a customer has with a brand, whether it's through social media, in-person interactions, or customer service, can shape their perception of the brand and influence their decision to make future purchases or recommend the brand to others. He emphasizes the importance of creating a consistent and seamless experience across all touch points and channels, and of being responsive and empathetic to customer needs and concerns. Genghis believes that a great customer experience can turn customers into loyal fans and advocates for the brand, while a poor experience can lead to negative word of mouth and a loss of business. Not too shabby on those definitions, huh, Joey? You know, not too shabby at all. Here's what I think is really fascinating. And just to be clear, you didn't give it my book. You didn't tell it the title of my book, nor did you give it segments of my book where I actually make an attempt to define customer experience, nor outline what I talk about in terms of stages of the customer journey and the different things you need to do around creating positive experiences to get long-lasting customer relationships. It pulled all of this from things it already knew. That is insane. It's true. But I did do one thing, Joey. I don't know if you noticed this. I said, again, quote, explain customer experience as author Joey Coleman. And the reason I did that was because in the last episode, you told us that there is a Grammy nominee or award winner named Joey Coleman. And I didn't want it to accidentally pick that Joey Coleman. <laughs> so I did put in author just to make sure that they picked the right Joey Coleman. Now, the funny thing is, ironically enough, folks, it is the same Joey Coleman, who is both the Grammy-nominated and the author. But that's beside the point. The moral of the story here is... Wait, 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 time out, time out. You said there was a guy... And, no, and I'm I, the guy, dude. No, the guy, oh, the guy who's been in oh, movies. The guy on IMDb. A designated guy, Survivor, that guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, that okay, guy. Okay, that's, that's a whole one. separate dude. But I didn't you're right. Want him, right. No, I didn't no, want I to pick that one. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. But here's the funny thing. The fact that you've said author... It grabs the title. It grabs the things from the book. And I don't know if somebody has scanned the book in and it's actually reading the book, if it's getting that from an Amazon listing, if it's getting that from blog posts that have been written by me and by others about the book. I don't know. But either way, I am fascinated that that's... Let's put it this way. It's not exactly what I would say, but there was nothing in that explanation or definition that I disagreed with, which to me is shocking. 
And mine too, same thing. I wasn't sure that that quote, I don't remember that exact quote that it attributed to me, but everything that it said, I agree with. And it is something I would say. So I, I'm certainly willing to, uh, to live with that one. Next, I wanted to see how ChatGPT reacted to the point of view of the customer. I wanted to turn the conversation 180 degrees around. So I asked it, this is the prompt that I entered, quote, tell me about customer experience from a customer's perspective, unquote. Here's what it said. Customer experience refers to the overall experience a customer has with a company throughout their interactions with the brand, including before, during, and after a purchase. From a customer's perspective, a positive customer experience involves seamless interactions with the brand, clear and concise communication, timely responses to inquiries, personalized attention, high-quality products or services, and an overall feeling of satisfaction and loyalty towards the brand. It also includes the ease of purchasing, navigating the website, customer service, and the overall impression of the brand. I then followed up with this prompt. Quote, what should customers do to get the best service from a company? Unquote. And here's what ChatGPT said. To get the best service from a company, customers can follow these steps. 1. Clearly communicate their needs, clearly articulate their needs and expectations to the company, so that the company can better understand what the customer wants. 2. Be polite and respectful. Being polite and respectful to the company's representatives can improve the chances of getting good service. 3. Be patient. Some issues take time to resolve, and it's important to be patient and give the company time to address the issue. 4. Use the right channels. Use the appropriate channels to reach out to the company. For instance, if it's an urgent issue, calling the customer service hotline may be the best option, while for non-urgent issues, email or chat may be more appropriate. 5. Provide feedback. Provide feedback to the company about the service received, both positive and negative, so that the company can learn and improve its service in the future. Overall, treating the company's representatives with respect, communicating effectively, and being patient can go a long way in ensuring the best service possible from a company. Okay, this one was really interesting because I don't know about you, Dan. If somebody asked me this question, these are some of the recommendations I would give. And ironically enough, I think these are the recommendations that most CX professionals or call center reps or customer service folks at companies would say if asked, what type of customers do you like to treat the best? And how, what's the best way to get your best version in response to a customer behave this way? I think most customer service reps would respond with these type of suggestions about being patient and being polite and using the right channels. I, I was blown away by this. Well, and so this gets us back to the same discussion, which is, does that mean that this thing really knows the answer? Or is it because the answers are so generic that they fit in to everything. And I think in this particular case, I'm, I'm more side with you on this, that, that I think these were pretty specific and very well laid out. Uh, but I couldn't help but again notice that there wasn't necessarily a ton of detail. But again, it's summarized by saying, treating the company's representatives with respect, communicating effectively, and being patient can go a long way into ensuring the best possible service from a company. Uh, very well said. 
Next, I decided to have some fun. And I really wanted to ask some out there questions and see what happened. So the first prompt that I gave ChatGPT was, quote, explain customer experience as Yoda. Now, Joey, being the one and only Star Wars fan here on the podcast, I thought I would give you the opportunity to read the result. All right, buddy. I appreciate that. We won't hold it against you listeners uh, and I, that is, uh, that you are not a Star Wars fan. But I'm going to do my best to read this in Yoda's voice because I think that adds to the color and that is not currently an option in Murph to choose Yoda's voice. But hey, who knows? By this time next week, maybe it will be. All right, here we go. The answer to explain customer experience as Yoda. Mm-hmm. Customer experience, from Yoda's perspective, is a matter of great importance it is. To create a positive experience for customers, the needs of the customer must be understood and fulfilled. Mm. The company must be mindful of the customer's feelings and put their needs before their own. Through empathy and understanding, a strong bond with the customer can be forged, leading to loyalty and trust. A great customer experience it is, not about the product or service alone, but the feelings and emotions that the customer experiences during the interaction with the company. May the force of customer experience be with you. Outstanding. Uh, Joey, <laughs> maybe I can get a job as a Murph voice. <laughs> maybe you can. I, I think you probably could. And I mean, it's clearly time for another Star Wars movie because Yoda's got a lot to say on this topic. And I think it was quite interesting. So very well done. Uh, I then chose one of my favorite pop culture characters, uh, which I am not going to do the voice of, which is Jack Shepard from The Greatest Show Ever Made, Lost. I wanted to see if it was the same answer with a different character or if the answer changed because of the character reference. Not surprisingly, ChatGPT was up to the task. Quote, As Jack from Lost might say, customer experience is all about making sure people feel heard and taken care of. It's about going the extra mile to help someone out, even if it means putting yourself at risk. When you're dealing with customers, you have to be willing to step up and take charge, even in difficult situations. By being a leader and taking responsibility for your customers' needs, you can build trust and loyalty that lasts. Remember, when it comes to customer experience, it's not just about what you do, but how you make people feel. So keep calm, stay focused, and always be ready to help those who need it most. Unquote. Okay, I got to say, Dan, forgive me for interrupting here. I have not watched Lost since it came out. I'm not as much of a loyalist as you. Am I remembering correctly that Jack Shepard is like the hero who kind of helps everybody when there's the accident and he kind of rallies everyone around and he starts to create structure and getting everybody to work on a team together and focus on the things that they need to do first and kind of jumps into that role? Am I remembering the right character? Are are you asking me if he is a guy that helps someone out even if it means putting himself at risk? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't even have, I don't have the same level of understanding and clarity of that character and the role they played in the series as you do. And yet I remember that aspect of the character. So I think it's really interesting as somebody who's not, you know, steeped in a crazy loyalist. 
it checked the boxes that I remembered. You know, the only thing it would be like, you know, and a and a strong jawline and easy on the eyes for the audience. You know, that's the only thing that wasn't in the description that I think people would remember from the show. Yes, exactly. And I, again, I was very, very impressed that those are both very good definitions of customer experience, but they're very different and they are both very applicable to the characters that I asked ChatGPT to embody. So super impressive. Now, let's take a moment and just chat because I'm guessing that you're starting to see some of the practical applications for this. Well, yeah. I mean, immediately my mind goes to knowing your customers and employees better and then trying to understand some of the changing dynamics that exist between different groups of people. Exactly what I thought. So like a restaurant owner, for example, might prompt it with a question like, explain the decision to go out to dinner for someone on a tight budget. I actually did that for the fun of it. And the answer definitely provided ideas that a restaurateur might consider to attract more occasional diners. Now, Joey, I know that you have a brand new book coming out later this year called Never Lose an Employee Again. And listeners, we have a very special treat for you in our next and final episode, which we'll be dedicating entirely to Joey's new book. But in case you weren't quite done with all the editing yet, Joey, I asked ChatGPT to help you out a little bit. Specifically, I entered this prompt. Quote, How are customer experience and employee experience related, unquote. Customer experience and employee experience are closely related, as they both contribute to the overall success of a business. Happy and engaged employees who feel valued and supported are more likely to provide excellent customer service and create positive experiences for customers. On the other hand, disengaged employees who are unhappy with their job can create negative experiences for customers, leading to decreased customer loyalty and business success. When a company prioritizes employee experience by investing in employee development, providing a positive work environment, and offering competitive compensation and benefits, it can lead to a more engaged and satisfied workforce. This can, in turn, lead to increased employee motivation and commitment to providing excellent customer service, creating a positive customer experience. Likewise, when a company prioritizes customer experience, it can have a positive impact on employee experience. When customers are satisfied and loyal, employees feel a sense of pride and satisfaction in their work and are motivated to continue delivering high-quality service. Overall, a positive and seamless experience for both employees and customers is essential for a company's success, as they are interdependent and influence each other in many ways. Thoughts, Joey? Is ChatGPT ready to write its own book? Well, it's interesting, Dan. I'm not sure that ChatGPT is ready to write its own book, but it's certainly ready to write a summary of a book. I was really impressed. A lot of the points that are made in that answer are points that I make throughout the book and talking about kind of the the parallels or the close relationship between customer experience and employee experience and how as you work on one, it can help the other. What I think is interesting, and again, this comes back and I, I want to reiterate this for the third time, to the prompt. The prompt was really basic. How are customer experience and employee experience related? And it gave us about a paragraph of text. You're not going to turn that paragraph into a book. 
But what you might be able to do is come up with an entire outline for the book and then go back and ask clarifying questions to fill in the spots in the outline. So is it ready to write the book just yet? I don't think so. Is it ready to move you towards a much more comprehensive outline? Absolutely. The last thing I'll say is, and this is where I think for anybody that's listening to this and is scared and is thinking, oh my gosh, how long before ChatGPT comes for my job or the things I do? It's all about the human nature or the experiential nature or the story that you can bring to the table. Of all the answers that uh, ChatGPT has created for the episode, what we see is a lot of 101 answers. Here's the basics. Here's kind of the initial ideas. Maybe in some of the things about Apple or Starbucks, we alluded to that it's giving kind of the 201 details. The opportunity for you as a customer experience professional is to fill out the additional color in the image, to bring your own personal stories, your own personal examples, more of the empathy to the table so that it really understands the full scope of the point you're trying to make. Yeah, and we should put in this warning or at least reminder right now that what this isn't to be used for is to type in a prompt, create a blog on this, and then to just copy and paste that blog onto your website. First of all, there are already uh, software and technologies that can identify text that was solely written by computers. But as Joey mentioned, it, it provides a starting point. So maybe it comes up with the ideas of the brands and then you put in some of your own experiences and use some of the words that it uses in some of your own words and it helps you create blogs faster. So I think there's a distinction there and we want to be careful, not as, as some companies did with early chatbots, not to immediately jump to the conclusion that, oh, I can fire my whole customer service team because now I got a chatbot. That's not what this is likely going to do. And so we've got to figure out how to use it in the right way. Now, since you're coming out with a book next, Joey, it probably means that uh, it's my turn to write another book. And so I asked ChatGPT, if it could recommend some titles for my unwritten masterpiece. The prompt I entered was simply, quote, what should Dan Gingas's next book be called? Unquote. Here's what it said. Dan Gingas is a customer experience expert and author who has written two books on the topic, Winning at Social Customer Care and The Experience Maker. Here are a few ideas for what his next book could be called. 1. The Customer Journey – Crafting Memorable Experiences at Every Touch Point 2. Experience Design 2.0 – Creating Next-Level Customer Experiences 3. The Empathy Edge – How Customer Centricity Drives Business Success 4. Unforgettable – The Secrets to Creating Lasting Customer Experiences These are just a few ideas. But I'm sure Dan Gingis will come up with a great title for his next book based on his expertise and insights into the customer experience industry. <laughs> I love it. You know, I love that it knew who you were. Gave you a nice little shout out for the two books you've already written. Again, folks, completely unprompted. All he gave it was Dan Gingis as the name and it pulled all of that. But I got to say of those potential titles, I think I like The Empathy Edge the best. I, that's exactly the one that I was drawn to as well. I thought it was very clever. Now, it did come up with about 10 titles, but I, I didn't want to go overboard and, and bore our audience. So, uh, But suffice it to say, I, I thought this was a, another very fun exercise. 
All right, we are getting to the end here. So I wanted to start focusing on some key takeaways for this episode because after all, Joey, you and I always try to explain to our audience how we think that they can put this stuff to use. So of course, I went back to my friend ChatGPT and I entered this prompt. Quote, how can ChatGPT impact customer experience? Unquote. Ooh, I like it. Uh, it's very meta to ask ChatGPT how it can be used to enhance the experience. I'm excited to see what it has to say. And I think you will like its answer. As an AI language model, I cannot directly impact customer experience. However, my capabilities as a language model may indirectly impact customer experience in a number of ways. For instance, businesses can use natural language processing technologies like ChatGPT to analyze customer feedback, identify trends, and gain insights into how to improve their products or services. This can ultimately result in better customer experiences. Moreover, ChatGPT can also assist in creating personalized and engaging communication with customers. Businesses can use natural language generation capabilities to create content that resonates with their customers, including personalized recommendations, chatbots, and other communication channels. Overall, ChatGPT can be a useful tool for businesses to analyze and improve customer experience, but ultimately it is up to businesses to take action and implement changes that will have a positive impact on their customers. Wow, you know, not a bad uh, recommendation there from the tool about how the tool can be used to make customer experience better. Yeah, it actually, believe it or not, was pretty similar to what I had just gotten done saying, which is that this is not a be-all and end-all, but it is a support. It's, a, it's another tool in the toolbox that can help generate ideas. Well, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, this computer-generated episode. Uh, and I hope it gets you thinking a little bit differently about what's not even so much in the future, but already here today, and how we might all look at it to help improve our customer and employee experience. In the immortal words of Ferris Bueller, you're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Actually, there's just one more thing. As most loyal listeners know, we ask in the closing credits each week to please consider leaving a review of our beloved podcast on iTunes. So I asked ChatGPT for one more thing. Quote, write a review of the Experience This podcast. Here's what it said. Experience This is a fantastic podcast for anyone interested in customer experience and how it can be improved. Hosted by Dan Gingis and Joey Coleman, the podcast features lively discussions about real-world examples of exceptional customer experiences, with a focus on how companies can create long-lasting relationships with their customers. What sets Experience This apart is the host's ability to break down complex ideas into easy-to-understand concepts that anyone can apply to their own business. They also feature interviews with industry leaders who share their insights and tips on how to improve customer experience. One thing I appreciate about the podcast is that it's not just about theory, but the hosts share practical examples and actionable advice that listeners can implement in their own organizations. Whether you're a business owner, marketer, or customer service professional, this podcast provides valuable insights and strategies to help you create memorable customer experiences. 
Overall, Experience This is an engaging and informative podcast that I would highly recommend to anyone looking to improve their understanding of customer experience and how to create positive interactions with customers. Ha! I love it. It must have listened to our last episode with Brittany Hodak. Otherwise, it wouldn't have mentioned that we do interviews for the show. This is the first interview we've ever done. Well, nobody's perfect. And no computer is either. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Experience This. You're the best listener ever. And since you listened to the whole show... Yay, you! We're curious. Was there a specific part of this episode that you enjoyed the most? If so, it would mean the world to us if you could share it with a coworker, a friend, or someone that just loves listening to podcasts. And while you're in the sharing mood, if you felt inclined to jump over to iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts and write us a review, we would so appreciate it. And when you do, don't forget to let us know as we might have a little surprise for you. Thanks again for your time and we'll see you next week for more Experience. Yes.